Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. If you are new to this podcast, I am a productivity strategist for multi-passionate creatives at saganmorrow.com. I help people manage their time and energy effectively through customized, actionable strategies that work for your unique life and business. When I'm not teaching about productivity to solopreneurs, I spend my time writing romantic comedies and occasionally business books. And that is what this podcast is all about, the adventures of the author life. Now let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly Podcast. Today, I want to share a list of ideas for how to start writing your novel. After all, Sometimes one of the hardest things about writing your novel is actually starting it. After you write chapter one, what comes next? I encourage you to do three things when you are writing the first scene in the first chapter of your book. Number one, dive right into the action. Start in the middle of a scene. For example, Her Bad Idea, which is book seven in my Polyamorous Passions series, begins with the main character, Scarlet, stepping onto a stage and performing burlesque. You don't need to start your book with that main character waking up in the morning or getting into their car. Instead, jump ahead to the action. They just spilled coffee all over themselves at the coffee shop, or their car just stalled in the middle of the highway. Those are way more interesting places to start a scene, don't you think? And you can always do some flashbacks or write a couple of lines to explain the backstory leading up to this moment a few paragraphs later. Number two, write whatever seems fun or interesting to you. I've said it before and I will say it again. If you are bored when you are writing, then your readers will be bored when they are reading. So gloss over any scenes that don't interest you. Write a scene that gets you excited, a scene that you can have fun with. Basically, if you could write anything, what would it be? Start with that and take the story forward from there. And by the way, going back to that mo- that comment about, you know, gloss over any scenes that don't interest you, If you're further along in your book and you know that you need to convey a particular type of information, um, but you're finding it really boring to write, then you probably just need to take a different angle, right? You just need to approach it from a different perspective and write that scene in a different way to make it more interesting for you. So that's just an extra little tip for you there. Okay, number three, use your first scene as an opportunity to illustrate who your main character truly is. How can you set the stage for the rest of your novel with that first scene? When you think about the essence of your character, for example, who are they? The first scene is a great opportunity to set the tone for the rest of the book. So now that you have those three tips for starting your book, I thought I would give you a list of writing prompts to help you out, including some real life examples from the books I've already written and published in my Polyamorous Passions series. 
You can read these romantic comedies for yourself at your favorite ebook store or visit saganmorrow.com books. Okay, here are 10 ideas or writing prompts for writing the first scene of your novel and starting your book. Number one, the middle of a conversation. This is how I begin book six, Out of Control. The main character, Helen, is at a job interview. Chapter one starts with dialogue in the middle of the interview. I think this is much more interesting than if the scene started with her entering the room and introducing herself. And this is a good example of diving right into the middle of the action. We don't need to know what happened on her way to the job interview or how the interview started, right? We don't need the small talk that began that job interview. It's much more interesting to start it right in the middle of that conversation. Number two, the main character has a revelation or an epiphany. This could be a fun way to have a turning point for that main character. Why wait until the end of the book for a big change to happen? Start your book with a real punch. Number three, the end of an important interaction. I really enjoyed writing this as the intro to book three in my series, Make Me Forget. Emma's boyfriend breaks up with her. Literally, the first sentence of that book is, it's over. There is some power to starting at the end of a crucial moment. Number four, the opposite of what should happen. For example, it's the middle of the day and a person should be at school or at work, but instead, maybe they've ditched to go to a festival. Anything that's different than what a character should be doing can be really good for grabbing your reader's attention right away. Number five, some kind of seemingly mundane action that actually sets the stage for the book and maybe has a little bit of a twist to it. This is how I started book five in my series, uh, Being Good. Helen, the main character, is at the dining room table revising her wedding vows so that she and her husband have room for being non-monogamous. Ooh, scandalous. This is kind of fun because we start with her just, you know, revising her wedding vows, a seemingly mundane sort of activity, but it totally sets the stage for the book. And it's a little bit of a twist because what she's doing to revise these vows is to ensure that her and her husband will be able to have an ethically non-monogamous relationship. That's part of their commitment to one another. Number six, an intense or fiery emotion that your main character is feeling. You can build out the rest of the scene from there. Why are they feeling rage or desire or overwhelming sadness or euphoria, for example? Explore that. Number seven, a dream sequence. These should be used sparingly, but they can be a great way to see into the main character's subconscious fears and desires, right? So if your character is grappling with something or if they're trying to hide something, then a dream sequence could actually be really, really uh, powerful. This was a theme I used throughout book two, Gaming the System, and it's also how that book starts. Number eight, a question. 
That is a great way to pique your reader's interest. It could be a question the main character is asking themselves, or a question that they posit to the reader, or a question that another character asks your main character, perhaps. So there's a lot of different directions that you could take that particular idea. Number nine, an excerpt of a fictional book that your main character is reading. Similar to the dream sequence, this can be a fun way to get insights into your main character's mind. Plus, it keeps the reader on their toes. For example, book four, She Wants More, begins with Helen reading a fantasy erotica novel, which could throw my readers for a loop for just a moment since She Wants More is a contemporary romance novel, right? So starting it right away with an excerpt of the book that she's reading is a little bit of a surprise for my readers. Number 10, your main character is stuck in an awkward moment. Maybe they got caught in a lie. How are they going to get out of it? Okay, so there you have it. Three tips for what to do when you are beginning to write a new book, plus 10 writing prompts to help you start your novel. As I mentioned, if you would like to read the books that I mentioned in my Polyamorous Passion series um, and check out these opening scenes for yourself, then you can grab any of my romantic comedies for yourself at your favorite ebook store or visit saganmorrow.com books. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at saganlives to chat about it. And you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more you tell me what you'd like to see more of on this podcast, the better I can accommodate that. You can also submit your questions or topic ideas anonymously at saganmorrow.com question. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and subscribe and rate it on Apple Podcasts. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or a review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. By the way, you can access complete word-for-word transcripts of this episode and all past episodes, plus sample chapters of my romantic comedies, and a few other bonuses and goodies on the secret version of this podcast. Get access to all of that at saganmorrow.com slash secret podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.